Hey dads, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know about a great resource we have for you called the Dad-Son Challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. These are fun activities that you and your son can do to help both of you get better at being men that are based around the five marks of manhood that we talk about in each episode of Manly Tales. So go to manhoodtribes.com challenge where you can download your free dad-son challenge today. That's manhoodtribes.com slash challenge. Welcome to Manly Tales, stories for making men out of boys, a podcast for dads and sons to listen to together. I'm Don Ross, the host of Manly Tales, and each episode you'll hear my sons and me talk about the stories that are inspiring and teaching us about what it means to be a man. We're excited to have you listen in with us. This episode is part of season one of Manly Tales, where we're talking about American Tall Tales. Today's story is the tale of High John the Conqueror. Let's listen together. Listen to these words of Abraham Lincoln. It is the eternal struggle between two principles, right and wrong, throughout the world. It is the same spirit that says you toil and work and earn bread, and I'll eat it. No matter in what shape it comes, whether from the mouth of a king who seeks to bestride the people of his own nation and live by the fruit of their labor, or from one race of men as an apology for enslaving another race, it is the same tyrannical principle. These are words I wish I had believed long ago. No, I had to learn this lesson. I was taught this lesson through the powerful instruction of High John the Conqueror. You see, I was a slaver. Never mind my name. I'm too ashamed. I wish for my name to die with me, for I do not deserve the common decency of remembrance. I was a perpetrator of this tyranny Lincoln spoke of. But that all stopped when High John the Conqueror paid me a visit. You see, it was said that he was an African prince that was brought over on one of those wretched slave ships. He was no ordinary man. He outsmarted me and made me and many other slavers look like fools. Or rather, revealed us for the fools we truly are. You see... I was just like what Lincoln has said. I would eat the bread made by the toil, work, sweat, and blood I made my slaves suffer through. When I first met High John the Conqueror, of course, I didn't know his name. I didn't care. But I remember his stare. He looked square at me with the biggest grin you ever saw. At the time, I thought, how dare he look me in the eyes? Who does he think he is? Who do I think I was? It wasn't a smile of someone trying to make friends. 
It was the smile of someone who knows they have a winning hand. And you're just about to find that out the hard way. And I did. He had a strange and powerful presence around him, even beyond his smile. If you were to ever hear him laugh, it's a laugh that has haunted my dreams. But for those he was here to free, it bolstered their resolve. They heard his laugh and heard the beat of the drum. A laugh they felt deep in their souls that would sustain them through the torment I was putting them through. Not only his laugh, but... Well, you see, one night, High John was serving in the house and met me in the sitting room. I was in front of the fireplace that evening reading when he brought me a nightcap. And that smile, his smile, it haunts me. It's a haunting reminder even now of how wrong I was, how truly wrong I was for the debased way I treated God's children. I could hear his distinct chuckle under his breath, and that's when he began. You see, not only did his smile and laugh inspire his fellow brothers and sisters, but he had some source of magic with him. Spells he had to open my eyes, open my eyes to the horrors I had caused. He could he could shapeshift into various faces from my life, faces of slaves I had killed or watched die, faces of the children I had seen suffering and lifted no hand to help. And for the first time I saw what what a horror, what a monster I had been. I see those faces ever before me. A reminder of the evil I had perpetrated. And he was right. He was right in doing this. He did nothing to harm me. Nothing to take from me. He used his power to hold the mirror of truth up to me for my eyes to be opened to what I had become, what I had done. In all honesty, this was a mercy he had done to me. He shone a light on the darkest part of me and gave me a choice. Although I see no choice in it, there was no choice but to free those I had once called slave. I sought to repent of my ways, the evil done at my hands. And it was because of what Hajjan the Conqueror showed me. I never saw him after that night. He seemed to vanish. Those that were now free, I heard, could still hear the joy and hope of his laughter echoing in their hearts. That it started as a whisper, but grew into the will to hope. A wish to find something worthy of laughter and song. That in that laughter was a breaking of chains and a pursuit of freedom.
All right. Well, that was a really interesting story of High John the Conqueror. That was actually a tall tale that I had never heard before. This is a, a new one for me, but man, really, really powerful to hear the story of what he did for slaves and the effect that he had on other people. What did you guys think? Was this one that you had heard before? No. Nope. No, half of these I have never heard before. <laughs> okay, so a lot of them were new for you, huh? Well, uh, this was a really good one. What What did you think about the story? What was something that was really What was something that was really interesting to you about the story? Would he like shape shift his face into all the uh, into all the like people that he tortured or saw die? Yeah, and that was just like really cool that he could like shape shift. Yeah, that was interesting. Eli, what about you? I thought it was really cool when he could like show him the vision of what happened and what he did. That was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I think, a really good way of just kind of reminding us of like what it takes to be able to change someone's mind about something that they need to get a different perspective on it and be able to see the effect that they're having on people. And so that was a really cool uh, ability or power that High John had to be able to do that for other people. Um, okay, so when we tell these stories in the Manly Tales podcast, we like to talk about the marks of manhood as our way of being able to see how have the characters in these stories demonstrated what it means to be a man. And at Manly Tales, we have five marks of manhood, which are strength, courage, skill, honor, and allegiance. And we think that all men need to be demonstrating those characteristics as a way of showing the world what it means to be a man. So how have we, as we listen to this story, how do you guys think High John the Conqueror demonstrated some of those marks of manhood? What did you hear? Well, I think for sure, just like the courage that he had to be able to go to that person and tell him what he did wrong and like hold him accountable. That takes a lot of just like courage and bravery to be able to stand up to somebody and tell them what they did wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Is is it is it hard or easy to go talk to somebody about something? Very hard. Yeah. Whenever you see somebody who's doing something that they shouldn't be, it's not always easy to go stand up to them and say, hey, I think you ought to think about doing this differently or treating people differently than you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Colton? What did you see in the story that you thought was a mark of manhood that High John the Conqueror displayed? Honor and how he just like, like how he just like, told him and just was like I John was probably in his mind like I want to help this dude not be so mean to people yeah yeah and I think uh some of the way that he showed honor was that he wanted to do right by the slaves right I mean he really wanted to try to help them out he wanted them to be able to be free and that was showing honor among his peers we think that high John might have been an African prince and so he certainly had some camaraderie and similar identity with the slaves and so doing right by his peers and by his people as a way of trying to serve them was a really good thing you know he wanted to be able to help them out and so he had a lot of courage and a lot of bravery and being able to face up to men who were doing things poorly and making really bad choices and trying to help out the slaves who were underneath those men so i yeah i think there's some really cool things and some very manly things that we see in the story of high john so okay well let's take that idea and then kind of talk about you know, our world doesn't necessarily look exactly the same as High John the Conqueror's world did, but there are still things that people do to mistreat other people in our world. So what can we do to be a man 
that's similar to High John the Conqueror. Um, we can just, like, if someone gets bullied at school, we can just, like, stand in and defend the kid. Yeah, standing up for somebody who's maybe getting taken advantage of or mistreated by other people around us. I think that's really good. Eli, what about you? Any any thoughts? I think um, maybe if you see, like, someone that's mistreating, um, like, an authority figure or being disrespectful to those above them, you could come to them as a brother and try to tell them, like, how this made you feel and that this was something that you shouldn't be doing and tell them that they need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. All right. Well, as we wrap up this episode, as we do with each episode, we'd like to leave you guys with a couple questions to be able to continue to talk with each other. So we have a question for the dads and a question for the sons so that y'all can continue the conversation once the episode is over. So today, the question for the dads is, how can you stand up for what's right with a situation or person in your life? And our questions for the sons is, who can you stand up to that's mistreating someone else? Okay, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Manly Tales, and we look forward to talking to you again next time. Bye-bye. See you guys later. Manly Tales stories are adapted and performed by Josh Burns. For more information about the show, visit ManlyTales.com. Hey, dads, don't forget to download your dad-son challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. Just go to manhoodtribes.com slash challenge.